Hey guys, welcome to an episode of Trust Boys. <laughs> oh, the boys are riding high, bro. The, the boys are putting the work in for you guys. Um, hey Liam, what's going on, brother? How are you, man? What's up, man? I'm all right. So yeah, you guys can probably hear <clears throat> getting over a pretty bad sickness. Malik is just starting with the sickness. So yeah. this is our uh this is the flu game. We're gonna have to get through it and perform, put up Jordan numbers. Hey, but we're here, man, for another week. We're Hopefully, here. We don't sound like too much like shit. Um, either way, I think Liam would have sound like this regardless with how his Eagles got all walked uh, Probably. by an average NFL team. Um, but I, I I don't know where to begin. So Tone tried to come on this episode, and I said, I, I just can't do it, bro. I just I That's can't right. do it anymore of having Tone on this episode. He's Tone is good at arguing points, and it was funny. We were on the phone. I was like, you know what you're good at, bro? He's really good at moving the, the goal. Like, he'll move to the next point. Stay on that and move. Like if you, that's how you know if Tone is yep. losing, he'll start just move to the next argument. And I'm like, no, what happened? Like, let's go back. Let's backtrack. And then his, his favorite thing to say is, that's why Liam dog walks you and you lose every argument with Liam. I was like, that's not even what our shit is, but whatever. Thanks, <laughs> just Thanks, chat, Tom. chat, and chat, and chat. Um, <laughs> well, what What were some of the things? What were some of the things? I'm, I, I know, I know what I'm going to say. We'll talk about it, but I'm curious from Tone's perspective what what was his kind of reasoning because it, it's tough to come with any sort of excuse after the last two weeks for the eagle no his only excuse was so i turned into like the 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 troll on on instagram My, that's i wasn't directed at anyone besides javon javon was the only person i got direct heat from oh right because he was dick sucking the fucking <laughs> eagles up, get it done get the job done Ravens, Eagles, and like I'm glad he whatever he lost in his bet, he lost because he was talking shit. He should have rolled with us. Um, but uh on one of my one of my like shit that I just throw up that I threw I threw a meme up there and it was like I put up like when the going gets tough, I guess I guess you guys get going and like the tough schedule. And I knew like that's what he called he called me right away. He was like, yeah. I just understand why you're fucking talking about hard schedules and that like look what happened. I'm like, no, dude, like shit got hard for you guys now, right? Like you guys can't you would have loved to have seen you guys fuck the gauntlet up you would have loved to see that the the the, the eagles went through like fuck the 49ers up fuck the cowboys up and moved into an easy schedule like that's what you wanted to see and didn't go your way it just didn't like and i, mm-hmm. I just got to you and so and i think it's a prime example if you threw in the end of your schedule in there and mix it into the hard part of your schedules we're looking at a different record here but like yeah the schedule was tough and you guys could come out of out of it the way you wanted to come out of it at least i would say and that's pretty much all he was he he was focused on was like okay. that, that little dig I had throughout okay. that thing. yeah had to <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you had to it's weird because honestly and again like we'll we'll talk about where they're at right now but like going into that part of the gauntlet and playing the teams that they've played and how they've what the end result was win or loss like forget about everything else because again we'll we'll touch on that sign sign every Eagles fan up. Like if you were to tell any Eagles fan, like at this point, they would be ten and three and go through that gauntlet and turn out to be whatever they were, four and two or five and two, whatever it was, beginning of the season, everyone would have said yeah. So I don't know. Again, we'll we'll talk about where they're at right now as a team, but it's yeah, kind well, of I mean, interesting to see how everything what's that? Just get I would say let's just get right into it. Like you make that statement, but this is not where you want to be. This is not where you want to be no. what, ten and two at the end of the season. Like you don't want to be in this position. Yeah, you would like to see your record be this maybe at later on, whatever it may be. But later in the season, you don't want this look. You don't want what you guys have been going through of 
being number one, the best team in the league, to all of a sudden taking a nosedive into, fuck, we just got beat by the 49ers and the Cowboys. Single-handedly embarrassing. Like, you got got you got embarrassed both games. It was. Yeah. Big time. Big time. I think, um, yeah, so I guess let's get into it. And, and you're exactly right. It, it's not... It's not the end result of a loss. It's it's how the loss has occurred. Yeah. Um, and to me, like we talked last week about the Eagles-Niners game, right? And I was able to kind of consolidate whatever feelings I had, good, bad, or ugly, with that Niners game and say, we're still 10-2. and two. The division and the one seed are completely still in their control. This is the back end of a very brutal schedule, which we talked about. Not only are they getting short rest coming off the time game against Buffalo, having the Niners come in off 10 days rest and the Cowboys off 10 days rest. Like, this is the end of the gauntlet. We knew they weren't going to go undefeated, blah, blah, blah. And I told you everything I need to know about this team will be shown to me against the Cowboys. And I said last week, win, lose, or draw, what I needed to see from this team was how they responded to getting boat raced at home against yeah. the Niners, against the team that was talking shit to you all off season. Everything I need to know from this team, I was going to see on Sunday night in Dallas, win, lose, or draw. I texted you and Vaughn at the same time as soon as C.D. Lamb scored the first touchdown on the first drive, game over. Game over. Eagles didn't even need to touch the ball. I saw what this team was, the lack of heart, the lack of fight that they were bringing with. It seemed like guys were looking for for flags and moping around. and like There was was no dog in any of that defense. And I was like, well, that's wrapped because – Jalen Hurts can play the best best game ever. This defense letting up 35 plus. And yeah. you're not going to give a fuck about it. And yeah. to me, it's how they played. I, I said last week, I was like, I'll press the panic button if they look like that again against the Cowboys. And they did. Yeah. And every week through all the wins, I've come on and I've said the same things. Like, I don't even think I've been truly happy after a win when we do this, other than the Cowboys game, because it's always fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. But I say the same things every week. I say, Malik, the offensive coordinator is a problem. Like the defense. Is, is becoming a problem. Like the middle of the field is a problem. It's the same things over and over again. And now the sky's falling because those problems are, are being brought to light because you play two good teams and they completely picked apart your weaknesses. And it, this is nothing new to me. It's nothing new to us. We've talked about it. So the fact that it's like the sky's falling is a little like, all right, let's calm down because we, we knew this is what they were. We knew the offense was a problem with their slow starts and how they look and the lack of motion and the lack of creativity. So yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, it's kind of like take a step back, win the next four, you win the division, and at the worst, get the two seed. But now it's kind of in the boat of like what we talked about with the Cowboys when I always poke fun at you and be like, you know, what's even the point of rooting for them because you know eventually that playoff loss is coming. That's what it feels like. It feels like that collision course with the Niners, even if you do get the Niners in the NFC Championship game with this team, fuck no, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I kind of feel like you're like one of the like non-delusional because I, I started hitting Eagles fans and I said, are you panicking yet? And I, it was a setup to you to, to know, like, I know where Liam's head's at. All of them said, not yet. I, I'm not panicking yet. And I was like, well, you should start. You should start panicking. Like, this is the time in which I would start panicking if I were you, because at the end of the day, like you just went from leading the league as, as the, the best team in the league. To all of a sudden, everyone's calling the Eagles frauds. Everyone's looking around the league and saying the Eagles are the frauds of the league. And I necessarily, I do not believe that. I don't believe the Eagles are uh, frauds. I don't think that. 
but I think that it was a lot of exposure there to say this is a fucking beatable team. This is a team that we are not concerned about. This is a team that brings some concern when it comes to the playoff picture now because Eagles fans are still on their high horse of they're cocky, they're confident, they believe in the Eagles to get the job done regardless. They're still on the high horse of we'll come back and win, we'll come back and win, we'll come back and win. That team doesn't exist anymore in my eyes. That team is not there to sit down and show you that no matter what, believe in the Eagles, we'll get the job done because, hey, this is a team, I don't care what no one says, it's, it's funny, the script will flip quick for a lot of the Eagles fans and, and out there will say, no, Malik, like, you guys, like, what do you mean, losing to the Cowboys? No, 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 let's not forget, this is not a fucking above-average Cowboys team. In my opinion, this is still a team that will go out and lose the first-round playoffs in the fucking, the, the first round, whether it be wild card or, or they win the wild card and make the playoffs. This is still not a team in which the, and the Eagles should go ahead and lose in the fashion that they lost to. In my opinion, this is right. not one of those teams. The 49ers, that's a different story. The Cowboys are not that team, and that's the issue I have. Don't hype the Cowboys up and say that Prescott MVP. And I'm going to get into that later on about that discussion that I fucking hate that's going on right now. But this yep. is not a team in which you want to go out that way against. Not at all. And I, we can go down the line. I can say everyone play like bitches. I mean, Eagles not scoring? Like, whoa, like, whoa. Like, no, fuck, exactly. Fuck, score, fuck just losing. The Eagles didn't score a fucking touch, touchdown. Besides the defense of Dak being Dak, but yeah, not fucking scoring. Holy and, shit! And yeah, and first of all, what what you said there <clears throat> was like nobody nobody is afraid now of playing the Eagles, right? Yeah. Like like you just touched on. Now teams know no, no no this is a beatable team. This is not the Eagles team from last year. This is not the Eagles team from the beginning of the year. Where like you said, like they're running through teams no matter what the result is by the end of the third quarter, like the Eagles are going to come back and win. Yeah. And I think that goes twofold. Like there is no confidence on the Eagles sideline. You can tell nothing. from top to bottom. There's, there's yeah. nothing really there. Nothing there's there. nothing there. And that, that is the worry. It's not the talents there. Yeah. The coaching. We know what the coaching has been. It's been fucking dog shit all year, but, but there's no swagger anymore. And no. that to me is the biggest part. And look, as far as the offense, not scoring, that to me is where I can kind of, I don't know. I don't want, because these are excuses at the end of the day. Like okay, <laughs> you, you had these turnovers, but you had AJ Brown drop a ball at the five yard line that he catches 99 out of a hundred. You yeah. had AJ Brown fumble, Jalen hurts fumble inside the 20, Devonte Smith fumble inside the 13 yard line, uh, the turnover on downs. Like you had four opportunities where normally you would score. And, and I say that to myself to try to make me feel better. Like, no, maybe they didn't play as poorly as we thought on the offensive side. But then at the end of the day, like, well, those three, four things still happened. Yeah. Like, they still did turn it over. A.J. Brown still had a bad game. He still dropped the ball. Like, Jalen Hurts is still missing open guys. Like, he's still yeah. fumbling every single week. Yeah. Like, this is not, oh, oh, what if, what if? Yeah, well, then what if? Like, yeah. who gives a fuck about what if? They still committed the turnovers. They still lost by 20, didn't get in the end zone. So, I don't know. And, and truth be told, They'll win these next four games. They're going to win the division, and they'll get the two seed, maybe the one if the Niners lose to the Ravens Christmas Day. But like I just said, nobody's going to care. And frankly, I don't think Eagles fans are going to care until the playoffs when they when they see the Cowboys or the Niners again. Because up to that point, like, who gives a fuck? Because that's the measuring stick. Yeah. Measuring sticks not get to the playoffs anymore. You did that. Last year, you set a standard coming yeah. back this year. The Super Bowl is the measuring stick. So if you don't get there, it's a, it's a failed season. 
Yeah, and, and that's what uh, you brought up a great, some great points, man. Like, that's the I was getting the response from a lot of Eagles fans, like, hey, we do our talking in December. No, you fucking idiot. You dumb fucks. Like, this shit matters. It's whatever. Liam, you want to say, Malik, it doesn't matter when it's like, you know, week six, four, five, six, whatever. No, no. When it's for the division, when it's late in the season, yeah, this shit fucking matters. I don't want to hear we figure out in December because this is when the train could derail so fucking quick for you. This is when teams get back on track and figure it the fuck exactly. out. This is what ha- This is when it happens now. And that's the fucking dumb delusional shit that I'm like, whatever. You guys are just it's, – it's not delusional. You know why? Because the Eagles have proven themselves to do great and that's things. That's what it is. Yeah. So, and, I, and I get it. But you, if you know football, you know what happens and how it works itself out. Now, before that game started, my boy was here. He was an Eagles fan. Chris, shout out to him for sitting in on this one. And again, I didn't talk shit. Liam, going to this game, I said, I think the Eagles can win by two two scores or more. When I when he came in, I said, bro, I don't know, I have a feeling, but I said, if we have three turnovers, it's a bloodbath. My exact words. I wish I, re- I, wish I recorded myself because that's the only way in which the Cowboys do go up and it fuck demolish teams. If we can have turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Two, it's a different game. Three, we win. And that's exactly what happened. I think right now you have to be looking at yourself and you say, the discussion for is A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith, who's wide receiver one? Fuck A.J. Brown. In my eyes, it's Devontae Smith. And I don't think the discussion is even close. When I say dog, when I say I don't bitch, when I say he's he's going to show up and get fucking destroyed, get up and still stay in the field, yeah, that's that guy. And if I were you, if I were the Eagles in whatever year, how many years, if he leaves or whoever contracts up, you keep Devontae Smith. I know you want that guy to go across the middle, that deep ball threat, but – that motherfucker, Devontae, he can go up for the ball. He can burn guys. He can go across the middle and take hits. That game showed me more than ever that you let an old fucking Stephon Gilmore shut you down and lock you up. And all you had to do is get up every time you got tackled or hit, get up and fight. You had nothing left in you. He got in your head, and you looked so pussy in my eyes. Like the biggest bitch. He goes to the sideline. He cries every time. And also, your hair is not growing. That's another thing. I'm no. His hair does not grow. So fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I'm glad you got embarrassed. Well, that so first of all, going back to our bull prediction, that's the argument too. CD Lamb, going back to our bull predictions before the season started, one of mine was Devontae Smith would be wide receiver one over AJ Brown at the end of the year. So we'll we'll clip that one and show it. But I mean, that's even like, look, you talk about like Gilmore was in his head, right? And when I saw AJ Brown, like kind of clap back a little bit, even that, I was like, he's not. Like, he's not having a dog in it. Like, he doesn't have yeah. a fire. He's, he kind of just looks like he's bitching to him. Yeah. And he was. You know what I mean? Like, it looked – Yeah. It it could be looked at as like, no, like, fuck. Like, this is what rivalries are, right? Oh, it's yeah. Eagles-Cowboys. Like, yeah, getting his fucking grill. But I never thought for a second that that's what A.J. Brown was doing. Like, it more felt of, like, him bitching to him. Yeah. And, and, and apparently that's what it was. There's huh? one more – there's one more showdown that could finally say he showed up I hope he doesn't go and fuck up on the podcast later on this week. Was our boy that Lane Johnson and uh fucking uh what's his name? That matchup was one of the best matches I've seen him play in that Eagles versus Cowboys rival. Um, why am I fucking forgetting my boy's name? What am Wait, I doing? Parsons? Parsons. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. With, that's his sickness getting to me. I'm sorry, guys. With that matchup with Parsons and Lane Johnson, I was gonna say <laughs> I, I I was I was ecstatic to see. That he was dogging it. He was apparently that was his flu game. You talk about the podcast flu game. That was that was Michael Parsons' flu game. He stepped up 
and you played a hell of a game, and that's what we need. If you want to go ahead and talk shit on the podcast, do what you want to do. By all means, do that, but you have to play in that fashion. And in my eyes, the, the all-stars of that game definitely come from Stephon Gilmore and, and, and that guy coming across against Lane Johnson. Because Lane Johnson, honestly, that was probably one of the – still, he's still all, like uh, the guy – but that was the first time I've seen him like, oh, shit, he's he's bully rushing Lane Johnson. He's up against, he's creating pressure. That's what I want to see. And that was the first time I've seen Lane Johnson be like having like a having a regular game. Like not that he had a shitty yeah. game, but having a regular game. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. No, you're right. Because even like going back to the Niners game, like he manhandled Bosa. Bosa. Yeah. He fucking killed him. So yeah. like you're right. And, and he has manhandled Parsons. So this is just that's what I mean. Like right now, it's just all bad. It's not the fact that they lost two games. It's the fact that they lost the two most important games to this point in the season by a combined what? Fucking 40, 50 points. Shit. So like I, I like I don't know. I don't know what else they want us to say. And yeah. you know, to your point of like Eagles fans being like, no, nah, like catch us in January, we'll ramp this back up. I gotta be honest with you. A, a, a switch needs to be flipped, but I don't think. I don't think he can with this team right now. Like there's just too many glaring issues. And look, maybe these next four games, they play the lesser opponents. They try some different things out and maybe they do get clicking a little bit. But like I said, it's it's really not going to mean anything until they go up against the Cowboys or the Niners in the playoffs, because like what the fuck are the Seahawks or the Giants or the Cardinals going to like prove? Yeah, if they, if they go out Monday night and they kill the Seahawks, I'll be like, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like I, I'm not going to be sitting on here being like, yeah, birds are back. Like we're fucking we're Super Bowl again. Like honestly, nothing that they can do in the next four games will breathe any more confidence into me mm-hmm. until the playoffs start. Now, I still have the no matter what. I'm always gonna have confidence in Hurts. Like I'm going to have the confidence in Hurts. Hurts may play like a whatever game, um, but I still have that confidence in him. Now you said you we we talk about December, right? And and let me know if you think. Liam, if I'm just being a, I don't know what type of fan it is, but like how you prepare yourself for the Cowboys failure, I guess that's where I have gone. Am I wrong to say that the media propaganda, Jerry Jones and all of them trying to put Dak Prescott into the MVP conversation is a load of shit because in my eyes, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck that. Now let's just say Dak, in order for me to say Dak, you deserve to come back for another, for another three years, four years, whatever it may be. Go to the NFC Championship. That's the minimum. If you can make it to the NFC right. Championship, that's the minimum I can say, Dak Prescott, you deserve to come back. But I'm getting questioned by people being like, why do you want Dak on? He's the MVP of this league possibly this year. No, this is he's done this before. I've been through this before. How many average seasons can I have? Yes, the Cowboys are an average team. Until you show me that you can go out there and win a fucking playoff game and make it to the NFC Championship game, you're average to me. You're like everyone else. Like, we have the talent to go fucking at least be in that predicament. If we don't get that, I don't give a fuck your MVP. I don't give a fuck that this matters. So what? Good congratulations for being MVP of the regular season. Go be MVP of the fucking postseason. That's yeah. what I care about. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being that fan that's like, uh, like preparing themselves for a heartbreak. This is reality. Yeah. No, I think so. That that's where you and I agree. It, it sounds like I don't think we ever really talked about it, but it like in the terms of how players are viewed. Like we look at playoff performance, yeah. right? Like that's why whenever we argue with Javon about like Lamar Jackson, he hasn't shown anything in the playoffs. Like that, that can be another conversation we'll have on on, but like, that's what I mean, right? Like that's what you're saying. MVP. Awesome. But like, you don't do dick in the playoffs. That's where we need to see it. Yeah. I do think 
it kills me to say this, that Dak deserves to be in the top three of, of MVP conversation right now. Yeah. He's, he's playing, he's playing legit. And I also think it's one of those years that just nobody there, there's not like an outright winner that flashes to you. Like you could probably say five or six guys deserve it and make a compelling argument. And I think a lot of that goes to, there's just not one or two guys that's running away with this thing. Like we've seen in years past. So I, I, think, I think that that's is. more of it. I think Terry kill deserves it. I think that it's just the league doesn't want to give it to non-quarterback. But I think Terry, if there's ever a year to do so, it goes to Terry Kill in my eyes. Like to me, that, to me, I'm with uh, to me, I'm with you. I, my two, my top two right I'm now for the most back. valuable player are not quarterbacks. I think yeah. it'd be Tyreek Hill or McCaffrey. Facts, 100. percent Like, I, and they're not going to get neither of them are getting recognition because it's it's a quarterback <laughs> award. Call it what it is. At yeah. This point. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not giving – how I can't give it to Brock Purdy and I can't give it to Dak Prescott. I mean, A, I'm not – listen, I love Liam. I've you, You've you heard me over the years ride for Dak Prescott. I wrote for Dak Prescott. Look, look who's still here. Carson Wentz yeah. versus Dak Prescott discussion was always there. Look who's still fucking here. Look who's had probably the best career of his life right now in year seven, right? Like, yeah. he's still here balling, right? By all means, I love Dak Prescott. But – you ask me why in an MVP year, possibly, that I'm saying get rid of Dak is because this is an MVP year amongst the possibility of a new contract. That's why. It's do we bring Dak back for another three to four years? No, Dak. I'm sorry. If you show me, if I'm your bulletin board material, Dak Prescott, and you say, fuck Malik Howard, fuck the podcast, <laughs> and you win the Super Bowl, you win the NFC Championship game, I step back and say, I can't tell you not to bring him back. I, how would I look if I said, then I'm a hater. But right now, yeah. if that goes out there, and mind you, I, I'm conspiracy Lee right now. Conspiracy leak coming to you saying that this is all the NFL wants. This is the propaganda for the Cowboys to be an average team, for the Cowboys to get the headlines saying, oh, my God, they just offered Dak Prescott the biggest contract in quarterback yep. history. That, and then look what happens next year. They fucking suck next year, right? That's what I, – I see the shit going already. I see the – the entire script happening right in front of our eyes, and Cowboys fans are falling into it because Dak is playing well. Mind you, our what are we right now? It's 10 and 2 or 10 and 3? 10 and 3. Our 10 and 3 is extremely different than the fucking Eagles 10 and 3. Two different 10 and 3s. Let's see what our let's see where our fucking records are after these next four four weeks. Let's see. I was just about to say, especially the next two weeks is gonna show like quietly at the Bills and at the Dolphins, I think the Cowboys yes. have. Yes. So, you know, it's crazy, too, bro. We talked about the Cardinals game and the fight that we got o- over that. Would you believe if the Cowboys and Eagles both won out that the one tiebreaker game would be the Cardinals and that would decide the, the division? No way. No way. <laughs> that bullshit ass fucking game. Bro. Oh, my yep. God. That shows you <laughs> the Cowboys doing what the Cowboys do, bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But no, I, it's I crazy. Don't... And if he look, if he plays well the next two weeks and beats the Bills and Dolphins, I think he probably wraps up the MVP. If he if he beats the Bills, I, I step back and say, let's see what the fuck happens. Yeah, this is your week. It's a big if, week for you. <laughs> if he beats the Bills, because Liam got fucking shut up by Josh Allen fucking said, fuck you to Liam this week. Um, but <laughs> well, bullshit, bullshit call, which we gotta talk about that. Yo, because, I, love uh, I love it. I love the football gods work. The football gods do their working. Um, but one thing we did miss um is last year talking about the security guard issue. We we talked about we, we missed talking about it last week. Um, so I know it's already news. You guys already know what it is. Um, mm-hmm. with uh the security guard, what's his name? Big Dom. Big 
Dom. I'm not calling this dude Big Dom. Or fuck yeah, you. call him Big Dom. You just did twice. <laughs> uh, Dom, uh, getting in the, in the Facebook player. Now, what Big is – this is this is Philly. This is very Philly for the fans to celebrate for it to happen. I want to hear what your perspective is because I, I might be totally different than you. So he's been a guy – it's funny that this has kind of come <clears> – <throat> that this kind of happened because he's been a guy that, like, everyone knows about, at least in Philly. Yeah. Right? Like, he's always dapping up Sirianni. He's always on the sideline. It, he was – look, he's a security guard. He was doing his job. Like, fight or flight, baby, and he was right in there. And he – Almost got hit on and uh, look, defend himself. And it's a little weird to me. I actually saw the Niners Seahawks this past week. Another Niners ejection, go figure, uh, as they kind of had to fight. And they had security guards on the Niners sideline come out on the field and touching players. Didn't hear anything of it. Didn't get suspended. Really? Nothing, nothing. So this is this is the pure Philly hate, the big Dom hate, free oh big Dom. God. He should be back on the sideline. It was a one. It was a one week thing. But. Look, the question needs to be asked, if Big Dom is on the sidelines, do the Eagles win on Sunday night? And I think, yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, I, I think it's funny. To me, in my opinion, there's no reason why he has to get in there and touch a player like that. In my eyes, that's where he's wrong. Where, he's riding for his boys, man. What, what do you want him to do? He's security for the fans. That's his fucking job. Make sure fans don't get to bitch at Sirianni. That's his job. That's the, <laughs> yeah. And I know emotion gets carried away. Really, I, To be honest, he did nothing wrong with breaking it up. What came afterwards, that's the bullshit. But I think the player you fucked up by going so quick. If he put his finger out like this, he's okay. But because he made like a, like a punching gesture, but stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't play with me. You fuck. Come on, bro. Play the system right. But I think in, in regards to it, it's fucked up that the 49ers player guy ejected and he was just lost a fucking just staff member. Like, that was a pivotal point for a guy to get ejected for some bullshit to where the, the Eagles just lost security they lost the pivotal guy who plays every down so that's well in my eyes look big dom's a pivotal part of the eagles i mean oh. we're zero and one without him i don't you know 10 and 2 with him so <laughs> you tell me you, you mean, tell hey, me who's pivotal italians are running the nfl right now that fucking italians i'm <laughs> I'm, 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 half italian. I'm half italian and like I, that's all i'm seeing right now i'm sorry i i hope the eagles fucking smack this little dweeb tommy devito I, I'm, I'm tired of him already James is messaging me about. I, all, I saw stories all over. He's messaging me. He's like, "Do not let the Giants sneak in." I was like, "Who the fuck is giving a fuck?" Please, don't worry. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, don't worry. They see the Eagles twice. They they ain't making it in the playoffs. <laughs> no. Also, please, please make the playoffs. So one of easy game, a layup, bro. Please. I know. <laughs> like it's. I love it. I love it. I hate when people get too excited in these situations. Like it's a fun story. Love yeah. the story. Don't love that we're back. Love the story, bro. It's like when Minshew Mania happened. You know it's not a fucking everlasting thing, but just no, love no. The, 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 the spirit it brings to the sport. That's what sports are about. Like Lynch Sanity, all these things. Like it's about that. It's not about their great teams. Like, come on, yeah. bro. It's, I, it is. I'll see it. Um, but, hey, Kansas City Bills. What a fucking <laughs> interesting ending to a game. Fuck. Fucked up the locks real quick, bro. Another four and one week for the Lions yeah. locks, man. We've been red hot in that one dumbass penalty. Well, I say, go ahead, get into it. So, so Kansas City Bills ends in a catastrophe with um, an offside or in, what is it, fresh or in the zone, lining up in the yeah. zone um, by the wide receiver Tony, who questionably 
has lost two games single-handedly yeah. for Kansas yeah. City this year. Like, single-handedly has lost two games for them. So I, I heard somebody say, like, and, and they said it jokingly, but then looked back and was like, wait, no. If Tony was just, like, inactive all year, the Chiefs yeah. are 10-3. and three. <laughs> yes. If he just doesn't play two games. Yeah. He, he did, right? But, um, which you have. You have Travis Kelsey doing what Travis Kelsey does. Travis Kelsey just out there balling, slings the ball mm-hmm. back to Tony. Tony goes ahead and scores with like a minute left in the game. But Tony lines up off sides. The flag happens before anything goes off, um, in which the then brings it back. The only issue I have with this is Patrick Mahomes, you're showing us that you're a bitch. You're showing us that you don't lead from the front. You never heard yep. Tom Brady do this. And what are the odds that in a pivot? You mean to tell me like a flash you know, be thrown in a pivotal point of game, and you're yeah. about it? Yeah. Holy so, shit. So then in that case, congratulations, Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl <laughs> champ last year, because, hey, apparently you can't throw a flag on a ticky-tack call to decide the game. So my birds did it. And did he, ever, did he ever come out and say, I agree, don't make that call beforehand? Nope. Did he ever? Uh, wow. About wow. the about the Super, about the Super Bowl call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not to my knowledge. And maybe okay. he did, but I don't think no, I, he's a it. bitch, dude. He's a bitch. I, I hated him after that Super Bowl. I'm I'm glad that he's now getting hate. Our guy, Coach JB, uh from uh, Last Chance U, you know he hates him. He said if he was drafted by the Bears, he'd be out of the league already. I he's a bit like, first of all, what a fucking pussy to go up to Josh Allen after the game and like look, I, I've had my Josh Allen hate, but like respect to the dude what the fuck do you want josh allen to say there in that instant josh allen just like all right bro <laughs> he's like what the, what the fuck you want me to do bro i like, know first, first of all he was well he was like a yard off sides so yeah. the, the the flag is a flag yeah. and then yeah for you to come out and be like oh you can't call that in the biggest part of the game and and have a game be decided by the refs like that and i was like is this guy is he not only is he a bitch is he an idiot like what I mean, is he talking and 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 you're in you're in a, a league in which they are literally, literally giving you the games. They're giving you like, like they're keeping Kansas City in games. Like the refs, by all means, the refs have been awful this year, but the refs have been on the golden child exactly. side in every fucking which way possible. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, you're right. The football gods find a way, <laughs> and. There's been there's been a lot of games like I I saw the one clip that went around if you remember the Jets game that Sunday night Jets Chiefs and I'll have to send you the video because I forgot about it but it was like a third and twenty three that Mahomes ran for and got that pretty much like sealed the deal and the Jets guys like has his hands in the air literally his jersey's getting tugged every which way and they're not yeah. calling it like it, it's just I, I'm so glad because like I said I, it's it's been fuck Mahomes ever since the Super Bowl and during the Super Bowl when he when I told you he went over the sideline acting like he got shot in the leg, he's a he's a bitch. He, I, I I can't stand him anymore. So you know this was a one time, it fucked up my bet. But I was like, if if the bitch goes down, fine. <laughs> so you were up against hating Mahomes and also hating uh uh what's his what's his name? Yeah, and you, were still cool. you were still <laughs> cool with with Kansas City oh, off the Super Bowl, of course. Yeah, okay, I get you, I get you, yeah. I get you. Yeah, off the Super Bowl, like. Anything other than that, no, but he's just like – it was ridiculous to me that he actually said you can't decide a game like that. 
with the yeah. <laughs> I was like, were you not the quarterback for the Super Bowl that that the refs gave to you? Like, what are you talking? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you're so right. You're so it, the irony in it only a season later is crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, so are the Dolphins frauds? Looks like it. So do you really think that like they have a tough they have a touch trust next? I mean, two weeks are playing the Cowboys as well. Tariq Hill goes goes out with a, an injury as well. I mean, you did see them playing with some moxie. It was a crazy game, a comeback game for them as uh as well. But hey, I mean, let's see. You take you take them out of Miami, you see what happens. Like you you remove them from Miami and and things just start hitting the fans fan for them. So I I, I don't I don't know who the fuck else can can beat. Anyone coming out of the NFC, I think, wins Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. I agree. I really agree. I think, you know, the Dolphins, the conversation we continue to have with them all year was, can they beat, like, the good teams, right? Because the Bills smacked them in Buffalo. Eagles beat them pretty handily in Philly. Uh, and I'm missing one. They lost to uh, the Chiefs in the Germany game. Yeah, yeah. So, up to this point, and I'm not calling the Titans a good team, obviously. They're, they're nothing. But it's like how you lose and look. Tyreek Hill, we just said it. He's the MVP. If last night didn't show you that, I don't know what else will. Um, But I just don't – I can't see this Dolphins team beating the Chiefs in the playoffs as bad as the Chiefs have been. I sure as hell don't see him going into Baltimore at this point and beating the Ravens. And I would completely agree with you. I think whoever comes out of the NFC wins a Super Bowl because I still think – and this might be Eagles bias. You can make a legitimate argument the top three teams in the NFL – are the Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles. Yeah. And then you can and then you can rank the AFC team. Like then the Ravens get put in. But AFC is kind of fucking ass. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And it's so crazy how the switches happen, right? You had last year with the AFC. It, it's crazy. The AFC would just be on fire with quarterbacks who are nasty. Da, da, da. But this year you look come out of the AFC is sneaky. I think the Dolphins, they they're not going to be good. Um and, and it Ravens, I think, are that team. But again, postseason like yeah. downs. Doesn't matter. And then you have who do you have else coming like out the of Jag- like the, the Jaguars who look Jaguars like dogs. Down- yeah they're on downhill spiral right now too, um, with uh, what's his name being hurt the quarterback being hurt too with the ankle. You then have uh, the Bills who are just like again in postseason play. <laughs> so no, every think- year for every year for the Ravens is this year. It is. It is. And, and I think like I, I have to look, but <clears throat> I would. Personally, think like I've seen a lot of people rank their, their AFC teams. It's crazy to me right now that they're ranking a team that's not even in the playoffs as of today as one of the top three teams in the AFC in the Bills. So, like, Bills. that's what I mean. Like, that tells you almost all you need to know of like, if it's not the Ravens, then who? Again, I guess by default, like maybe Mahomes and, and the Chiefs pull something out. But like, I'm looking right now, the AFC. I mean, the Broncos are, are are still sneaking, sneaky too. Yeah, but do you really like trust them in the Not playoffs? Season. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, like the the right now, it's Ravens are favorites, Chiefs, Dolphins, and Bills are the fourth highest betting odds to win the AFC. So you're right. If it's ever a year, it's this year for the Ravens. But we'll see if Lamar can stay healthy and yeah. also get it done. Fuck, man, this has been a great year for Joey Ice, man. Like, fuck, man. Yeah. Jesus, that that shit breaks my heart to this day. Hey. It is what it is, but uh, let's move on. Next time, anything left on your Eagles? Do I have anything else to say to shit on the Eagles? Anything? <laughs> oh, yeah. shout out to Gilly. Respect you for going to Dallas. He was in the house of Dallas. He lost like 30 grand 
he bet like Des Bryant and all those guys <laughs> lost it all. So that's what you get. Shut the. I'm glad you didn't sit in there and take that fucking heat. Fuck you, Dallas gang all day, baby. <laughs> we the boys. Step the fuck up. Um, but uh, what we want to get into something next, but quick, 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 quick. Fuck you, big, big, big. Fuck you, two. Ohio State, we're back, baby. Don't worry about us. Go ahead and take. Take I don't even know who the fuck he is who transferred. Fuck him. We don't worry about you. I know you're probably gonna play for Nebraska. Nebraska fucking sucks. Go be a nobody at <laughs> Nebraska. Shout out to our we, we know we're gonna be nice. We maybe get some transfer portals, but I just want to put that out there because it's all over Instagram right now. Them saying thank you to him. He's probably gonna end up at Nebraska. It's everywhere. But the next guy that's gonna step up for us, I guarantee a national championship. That's all I have to say. Oh, Only you're saying you're saying fuck you to Kyle McCord. Fuck Kyle McCord. Hell yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck you want to go? Go be in Nebraska. It's funny. I was thinking, like, the only place I can picture him playing is a team like Nebraska. They have no quarterback, and they're an okay team. He yeah. fits right in with them. An okay team. They want at least above average quarterback. There you go. Go to Nebraska. <laughs> fuck you. You can't hang for Ohio State. Devin Brown, let's see if you can step up and be the next guy up uh, for the for Ohio State. Um, but next up, we have NBA. We didn't talk about it. But big week for, for the NBA. The NBA had the in-season tournament. Uh, of course, LeBron takes the chip for the first time uh, ever for the in-season tournament. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I feel like it could only go this way. Everyone saw the the NBA looking for LeBron to win it for it to go to the Lakers. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the in-season play? The only negatives I'm getting out of this is the fucking courts suck. That's about it. The courts, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. um, the only negative I'm seeing. I'm surprised. Yeah, that I'm, not, I'm seeing everyone say, "Yo, this actually promoted great basketball." During this time, because you normally don't see great basketball to the all star after the all star break, so it's it's cool to see. Yeah, no, this was the first time, and like it was perfectly placed because what I've always said, and what a lot of NBA fans have said, is like the season doesn't even start until Christmas Day. Like nothing, yeah. nothing matters from October to you know December twenty yeah. fourth. So yeah, this added a cool little wrinkle. Get rid of the courts. Yeah, yeah, get rid of the courts because they're they're just like an eyesore. You don't need it. Um, But I think it's cool, man. I mean, you had a rising superstar in Halliburton and the, and the Pacers kind of make it out. Obviously LeBron and the Lakers, like that was the easiest bet ever. You knew, you knew the Lakers were going to win this thing. Um, But yeah, no, it was, it was great. And one of the things that I thought about was will major league baseball kind of implement something like this, because that's the other league that's kind of battling the long season dread of not really watching games in the early to mid season. So it's, it, it was very successful. I'll be honest. I thought it was kind of a stupid idea. I didn't really fully understand it, but yeah, me watching it, watching it through, like it did, it, it brought almost like a playoff type atmosphere. Cause these oh, guys, yeah. like not only like you had guys playing for the money, but I think you had guys like LeBron, like wanted to be the first team to win this thing. Yeah. And I mean, I was cool to see that. Like, I heard LeBron was saying, yo, I'm looking out for you guys that are playing both ways. Like, the guys that are just out here, like the dogs, I'm gonna go get you that mil. I mean, that 500 yeah. real quick, like for you guys. So, like, that's huge, man. That that that, that means a lot to those guys. But uh, something that I didn't know about baseball, they don't do it anymore. But now that it's going around talks in the NBA as well, was like I guess a couple years ago they got rid of it. Of when the All Star game would happen, that either the American League or the National League, yeah. whoever wins that gets home field advantage. Now they're for saying, the now yeah, for the World Series. Now they're saying maybe for the uh this right here whoever wins this NCAA tournament should get a chance no matter what to make the playoffs 
You know how they have that crazy like wild card or whatever yeah. it is nowadays? Like they should get the chance to no matter what make that and that promotes even better play early on and and still have them having to be at least in contentions to make it to the playoffs. Like that's something that could bring boost back into the NBA early on as well. Yeah, no, it could. And and you're right. I mean, this was definitely, you know, this was the inaugural in-season tournament. Let's see yeah. what it's like. Let's give the incentive of money. And and it played out well. So I'm sure they're going to be making adjustments to it. And it, you're right. Like, like, does that almost give you like a conference champion in March Madness, right? Like a conference champion, you're in March Madness, no matter what conference you're like the Atlantic 10 champion in the in the um exactly. in the March Madness tournament. So do you have something like that? Like, are the Lakers an automatic bid now? And, you know, depending on the rest of the season, they can fix their seating or not. But that, that, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, next thing on LeBron we missed last week was LeBron, and you know how to pronounce the coach name. I don't know how to pronounce his fucking name. Yeah, uh, Ime Udoka. Yeah. yeah, of them getting into into an argument. I couldn't wait to hear when the – I knew someone had the audio, and the audio comes out. You kind of hear the head coach – uh, calling him a bitch, call LeBron a bitch. <laughs> and in my opinion, LeBron handled himself well. LeBron was he like, did. yo, be easy with that shit, bro. Watch who you talk to. I'm a grown man. And respect to the coach and be like, bro, what are you going to do? Mind you, I think they, they've played against each other before. Like, I yeah. didn't know he was a player. And then they were like, yeah, like LeBron dogged his shit when they were playing against each other. But like at the end of the day, I was like, shout out to LeBron for checking him. I don't think LeBron should I don't think there should have been no text and thrown out for sure for that. But at the end of the day, I was like, LeBron, respect to LeBron, be like, yo, watch that bitch wear, bro. Like, I don't know you like that. Watch what you say. I'm a grown ass man. Like, don't don't call me that shit. Like, that would have been one of those. Let's meet in the tunnel after the game. Cause yeah, first of all, you're not on the floor to where I can at least get my anger out and fucking dunk on your ass or some shit. I gotta take <laughs> to the head. Watch what you say. You're not on the floor with us. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, this dude's been uh so for reference, he was the Celtics coach a couple years ago, then got fired mm-hmm. for like the sexual harassment shit and I think overall, like he's a good coach, but yeah, good, good for LeBron stepping up to him. And yeah, look, man, I, I wouldn't want to mess with him. Yeah, fuck, I'm a LeBron, bro. But I would at least, I would have had to get a slap off or like meet me in the, in the, in the I hope they got it <laughs> yeah. in the tunnel. Some shit would have had to go down because he was looking him up and down, like, bro, what do you want to do? Bet, I'm yeah. gonna do right. Here. Let's go meet him. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got into like 15,000 fights that you just never seen because he would go in the locker room or into like the fucking locker room and just say let's get it in fuck you i'm fucking you up like that's the shit that i had to slap the fuck out of because now he tried me got me out of the game i might as well get my anger out somewhere so i'm a i'm a brown as well yeah. shout out to brown uh, i know people hate him and call him a bitch all the time but hey way to step up bro um yo last thing do you want to step step up into the historic weekend week we had in uh the major league baseball yeah yeah fuck so tony, obviously tony, i fucking hate him bro tony always gets his some fucking bullshit. so lucky bro <laughs> He's he is he's a dick eater. Um, <laughs> so the yeah, so Tone is a is a Dodgers fan, um, yeah. and they signed Shohei Otani to a, a record breaking ten years, seven hundred million dollar contract. Now, if that wasn't enough to kind of create waves, because this is the greatest baseball player of all time, uh, and not only did the seven hundred million create waves, but now it's come up on what he's making per year yeah. and how the Dodgers manipulated this kind of loophole with major league baseball and and why you kind of see major league baseball contracts be what they are. There isn't a salary cap. So there aren't as many strict rules to how you can uh, structure a contract. 
So Shohei Otani for the next 10 years. Now, mind you, again, 10 years, $700 million deal. $700 million deal he'll be making a total of $20 million in the next 10 years. He's making $2 million a year for the next 10 years. Now, what the Dodgers did is backlog the contract. So then the 10 years after Otani's gone, he will then get $68 million a year when he's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> so this is what baseball kind of does in terms of like backlogging contracts. And, and there are players that you wouldn't even know are still on the books. Like I actually saw right before we came on a record, the Reds are still paying Ken Griffey Jr. $3 million a year. So yeah. Ken Griffey Jr., who hasn't played baseball in how many years, yeah. is getting paid more this year than the greatest player to ever play the game, Shohei Otani. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the reason he did this is because he allows the Dodgers to now go out and use that other $68 million that he would be owed to go and get another all-star or two or three and say, fuck it, man. Like I'm here for the rings. He made over 40 million in endorsements alone last year. That's probably going to be going up too. So this is like, this is fucking wild. I do think it's bad for baseball though, because this is going to create some sort of lockout situation. They're still talking about, will the owners allow it to be processed like this? And I don't think they can even have a say in it. There's nothing you can do. This is just a loophole in the CBA agreements that, the Dodgers just kind of got away with, but it's, it's fucking wild. And the Dodgers are going to just buy an all-star team and, and win the world series. <laughs> My thing is like, if I was a tiny, like I can't take just 2 million a year in, in LA. Like, yeah, granted, you don't give a fuck about baseball money. Cause your endorsements are so deep, but taxes alone is just wild. there. like, like Jesus Christ. I mean, either way, the Dodgers are banking on will make pretty much his 68 million or some change every year of him being yeah. here at least for the next 10 years like that's what they're hoping on like we'll get a fraction of that at least with fan sellouts hopefully world yeah. series wins like we'll make up that 68 throughout the fucking years and, and be able to pay him back but i just can't take two million a year personally for that like i would say structure differently to where yeah backlog me but give me something more up front at least like, i can't just take yeah. two million la is you walk away with maybe Nothing. 1.2 like a year, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, and that's if he's finessing shit. But again, not for nothing, he probably lives a very humble lifestyle to where right. he definitely like just puts that money away. But you're talking about, like I said, once I saw that come through from Liam, I said, bro, there's gonna be a point, maybe we're 50 or 60, where we see someone get the billion dollar contract. We yeah. see it, the players are only gonna get better, and it's gonna be a billion dollar contract, and we're gonna be like, What the fuck has baseball <laughs> done? I mean, I see memes. All day long, being like, heard about the contract. Here's the baseball, and it's like a little boy holding a baseball. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> fucking get to it now, bro. Like, get to baseball now. Like, it's funny. Everyone in my family, like, they're like, "Oh, look, you play football, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "What else? You didn't do track?" I'm like, "No, I played baseball." Like, they're like, "Did you really?" And I'm like, "Where the fuck have you been?" Like, I played baseball my entire life. Like, I didn't, I didn't do. Track. I was always big. My dad was like, "Yeah, you're not doing track. Just stick to baseball." Like, go ahead. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Like, baseball is an awesome sport to play. It's fucking easy if you have hand-eye coordination. Go make seven hundred fucking million dollars if you're a fucking six eight and a fucking can sling a fucking ball. It's just like to think how much money seven hundred million dollars is. Uh, <laughs> like it, it's it's fucking ridiculous. It's literally the the seven hundred million dollars. The deal that he got is what was worth the the top two contracts ever in Major League Baseball history combined. My combined. God. 
I mean, my thing is, let's just say he, which I'm sure he will have the best financial advisors. Let's say it took five years and he put that $68 million into investments. He'll be a billionaire. Like he just touched, he just touched billionaire status. Like he just, his family will be billionaires. Like that's, that's what just happened from baseball. Like I know, I know that right now, right now there's kids in DR that are fucking going crazy right now to become a, to get into the, in, I mean, to, to get into the, to MOB. Like they're like the Dominican Republic is already crazy baseball. This just upped it. Like this, you're about to yeah. see DR just every, run the fuck. It's about to be DR versus Japan in every game now from here yeah, on out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the white guy. If you're an American white guy, you better hope you're Mike Trout. Cause that's the only way you're getting into the MOB. Yeah. Exactly. Well, <laughs> even like like not even investments. Like I said, he made over forty mil in endorsements last year. Now he's on the dot. Now he's on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like they are the brand. He'll clear yeah. clear over sixty this year yeah. in just endorsements alone. Can you imagine? I couldn't imagine having that much money, bro. Like when no. he signed that shit, he was probably like, "I'm fucking shit up, bro." Like fuck <laughs> it. Like fuck it, bro. Because you know what? Let's just say. Let's just say. Knock on wood. He goes out. Let's just say he goes out yeah. and he fucks his arm up. He's done. He can still be a DH. He can still DH for you. And, well, that's what he's doing this year. He's not pitching this year. Oh, he's not. He just DHing. No, he can't. He had he fucked up his arm. He had. Oh, to, I think he had to get Tommy John surgery, so he can't oh, pitch for at least this year, maybe even next. So okay, let's just say you do that. But let's just say you say fuck it. I'm. I'm my body hurts. I retire. Guaranteed, regardless. Guaranteed. Yep. <laughs> like, Guaranteed. That's the difference between the NFL. NBA is semi-guaranteed with a little bit of money, <laughs> but MLB is guaranteed money, bro. MLB and uh, the uh, MLS, they know what they're doing, bro. Soccer and, and baseball know what they're doing. Guaranteed money, bro. Fuck that. We need to get a baseball team in fucking Dubai, the Emirates, how they're doing everything because they're just taking away. I don't know if you're watching, but all the golfers now, they're playing over there. Yeah. They're going over there to play now. They're making their fucking millions over there like it's nothing. So we're going to start seeing that happen. Soccer and, and, and golf has already begun. Next up, football, yeah. baseball is out of here. Well, that's what um, <clears throat> the PGA, like the yeah. golf league, had to partner with them because they were just yeah. losing everybody. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'm out. I, I respect it, bro. I'm out too. I just saw a big guy. He just signed <laughs> yeah. up. Like, I'm out. Fuck it, bro. Yeah. Live in Dubai and just fuck off. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Wow, dude. 700 million. <laughs> Crazy. Like, you can't even fathom that. Like, I love no. when I see um, there's a clip of uh, Joe Burrow talking about his like rookie signing bonus. That he's like, it's kind of crazy. Like, you just one day look at your bank account and it's like, yeah, millions. like, can you fucking imagine just one day you wake up and it's just millions in your bank account? You're like, what do I do? No. Like, now what? Like, let's just go buy uh, <laughs> let's go buy everything, yeah. <laughs> dude. It, like, if that hit my account, like, God knew not to make me that rich. Like, holy shit, I'll be dead what right would now. Be, what would be the first thing you bought? First thing I bought, pay off debt, and I'm just going right to the I'm I'm finding someone. I'm not buying anything right away. I'm finding someone that can set up a fund for my family, like right away yeah. to where it's not, it's it's more or less to pay, to pay people in my family, like pay my siblings monthly, pay my parents monthly, establish them. Cause I'm not giving millions away to my family. Like I'm not just going, here's a million, here's a million, million. Fuck you. Leave me alone. Like here's payments. Let's buy your house. Let's establish ourselves. And then I would make sure that investments are there and like get shit together. Yeah. I am not, I do not feel safe with that money. Trust no, me, I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, moving, I'm moving away. Like, I think I still will go to school. I always talk about this. I would still go, like, I'm right now, I'm chasing my uh, doctorate in education. Like, I still go back to school because I would have no stresses. There'd be nothing to stress out about. I agree. I always think about that too. If you, if I hit the lottery, like, I probably would still work. 
Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, you just drive yourself crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I always talk about it. Like I hate playing. I don't ever play the lottery because I think it's just a, a mindset to keep people like believing in something. Yeah. And like it's, it's a hopeless promise. But I do believe that like if that happened to me, yeah, I would fuck off for maybe a year or so. But like I get bored. Like I would be like, let's, what's my next? I would be a fucking a housewife like i would turn into a housewife that just has dumb like when they when they have so much money like their husbands do that like, do dumb shit like they start yeah. up, like non-profits fucking exactly. uh, yeah. giving back dumb shit exactly. like i just started doing that but like my goal has always been to have my own uh high school so i would definitely invest in the education of like i want my own high school and it's weird as fuck it's never like i'm not that close to camden but i always said if i became like a billionaire i'm taking over camden i'm reestablishing camden i'm oh, making yeah. camden and i'll bring it back to where it should have been when campbell's and when rcr was here uh rc right. whatever it was like, you know like back in the day like this is a hit for the history bus out there I'm, i was a history major in college that like camden was the reason it was so economically like past everyone else in the area before like the riots happened and stuff like that like camden was for campbell soup like it came through camden as well but also all your record players had to be made in camden like rcr record players like it was made in camden so imagine like yeah. worldwide the states everything came through there so the economic here was like people went to live riverfront all that that area once the riots happened it just pushed those areas out to where it yeah. pushed people like less and less fortunate to live there so i would love to take over there i would love to take over damn that's dope i can't wish again wish you can't even fathom it yeah i mean hey I would fuck off. Just know you would see my watches would be two million dollars. Like, yeah, I would fuck off. Like, I'm not <laughs> like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie to you. Definitely driving a Bentley, some dumb shit. You know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, hey, brother. Any any last words to the to the podcast host? I mean, podcast guests out there. Nah, I guess. Uh, fuck, man. Joel Embiid MVP. That's about it. Okay. Um, big week for the Cowboys, Cowboys, Bills. Let's see what we can do, baby. Y'all want to keep it up? You want to make me a believer? Win this game, I'll, I'll be a believer again. Yeah, um, it's a big one. Yes, sir. Guys, if you haven't yet left, I mean, uh, done it yet, there's still time. Dude, I have fucking sickness right now in my brain. I have sickness brain. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but if you haven't yet, please go out, subscribe to the podcast, and follow us on Instagram for a chance to win the raffle. Uh, it's still time left. Get the raffle. We're raffling out off. I don't even have it on me. The trust hats. Um, we can design it whatever way you want, and we'll mail it out to you at least post Christmas or whatever it may be. But you will get it as a Christmas gift, free of charge. All we ask you to do is subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, comment under one of our uh, raffle Instagram posts, uh, tagging three friends, and then post on your Instagram story, letting us know, and we'll enter your name in. We're trying to hit that 200 mark. We're getting close. We're like 12 away, I believe, uh, from that. Make sure again, follow us on Instagram at We Trust Underscore Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube, like, comment, uh, listen on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And make sure you follow our codes on Instagram at Liam Soaks11. Trust up, guys. Thanks, Lee.